0: Well, we know what you guys all have been waiting for. It's really for us to dive into these Mother's Day Wow, hold on. Mother's Day gifts. There we go. Uh, ch- take it away, Chalutes Charlie. Are we really going with that? <laughs> No. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't think we should podcast listeners for episode number 43 of not to be technical our 45th recorded episode yeah it's your boy nameless Knopf, and we got Chalutz charlie chalutes charlie what what is chalutes nauf is uh what does that and even this mean? is easily my worst fucking nickname i've given you uh i'll just admit <laughs> it to that right off front um thanks I for being even, honest i don't know what that is really and uh, this was a request that I give you this nickname from a new listener of ours who seems like he's going to be a long time listener. I don't know; it doesn't work. It, with the he name tried to as give well. me context and moved his hands around a little bit, you know, like a chalutz, and I was like, "a That doesn't help." That when you does use not sound same word <laughs> to define what a word. Well, the most important thing
1: there is, yes, we're back, baby. It's our 43rd (laughs) episode, 45th recorded one. We got a lot of trending news for you. A lot's been going on. We have some things to follow up. We also have a marketing update. We haven't given one of those in a while, how our campaigns are doing for not to be technical. But I think what will be top of mind for us is we have Mother's Day coming up. So if you're like me and you wait till the last minute, we have some great last minute ideas for you. Things you could even get the day of if you're really risking it. Uh, so I don't know, novice, are you all prepared for mother's day? Uh, No. Great. Okay. So this hopefully is a helpful episode for you also. Uh, but I do want to start out and find out how the hell you are.
0: So I, I was just sitting here thinking about it and I was like, honestly, I feel great. And I felt great for the last few days. And I'm just like, for no reason. Absolutely no reason. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, there actually might be a reason for all of this blissful joy that I'm feeling. Um, oh, I think I know what it is. Hey, are you in a trance
1: of sorts right now?
0: I'm entranced. I've been hypnotized. I'm still hypnotized.
1: Hey, For anyone that thinks
0: he's joking, uh, he
1: absolutely was hypnotized this past week Uh office, We went over to a, uh, a comedy show here in South Florida in the Dania Beach area at the Dania Improv. Uh, it was a comic uh named Flip Orley. Uh, and we didn't know anything about him, but we went to this show with two other friends of ours where he's a comic, but he also does hypnosis during uh the whole thing. He's a hypnotist. That's really the gist of what we knew. That's Just kind of reading knew. like the general blurb about who's gonna be there. Yeah, why not? Let's try it out. And I knew that both Novice and I going in there would be open to volunteering to go on a stage. Our whole group did all, all four of us that were in our party. Uh, but what I think is really interesting. So first off for the audience, I, I'll say that flip did an excellent job of explaining hypnosis, how it works and how it's not just all this like hoo-ha stuff that you see in movies. And like, you know, you, you do the little thing, like follow you follow the, the finger the and then clock
0: you with your rise, eyes or it's, it's not
1: like that. You know, it, it's it really seemed like it was more meditative in nature. It yeah. starts by breathing exercises. You have to like get down into like a, a very calm state, uh, and then it's almost like a guided meditation of sorts, getting you through different actions. office. So, uh, for the audience, and I want to hand it over to Nafis, uh at. At some point here, because he was actually the only one in our group who got hypnotized out of the four of us, uh, which I think is hilarious. For anyone that doesn't know, when you have a group setting like that, it's like 40 to 60 percent of people actually won't get hypnotized when they're on the stage. And there was maybe like 15 or so of us that volunteered. So a good portion of people will get cut out. But the office was the most susceptible to it. I was ready. He was ready to get hypnotized. I was too. It just didn't happen. I, had, I don't know too much on my mind. I'm too anxious all the time. I have no idea. I have issues, but in office, he was <laughs> ready for it. He, he let them right in there. And I think the, the way that the pre-qualifier to knowing if you were like under the hypnosis or not, while we we're all on stage, you know, we all had this, this mo- time where like, he would ask us, Hey, like, I want you now to open your eyes. And if you, the harder you try to open your eyes, the heavier your eyelids will be. And it was very true. You couldn't open your eyes. Same thing with your arm. Like I want you to hold your arm straight up. Uh, and if, you know, you try to pull your arm back down to your lap, it'll get even more stiff. So both of those things actually worked on me too. Uh, but then the next part was, all right, I'm going to have you open your eyes. I'm going to go one by one to the 15 of you. And I'm going to ask you a very simple question, but no matter how hard you try, you won't know the answer to the question, but you're so confident that you have the answer, but you'll just say nothing when you're asked. And that question was, what is your name? So when it got to me, I very quickly said, Charlie. And so I was like, great. Like, okay, this is not working for me. Other people really couldn't do it. Nafis, you also said your name, right? It was a I little- did. But it was a little bit delayed, but I I think because the thing was after that, he said anyone who said it instantly and there was no type of delay or anything like that or hesitation, I'd like you to get off the stage.
0: Yes. So there. So when it comes to like the a lot of like the variables there, I think one that was difficult and I I honestly wouldn't necessarily recommend this with a group of friends that are going to go do hypnosis is that if you're going with a group of friends, it might throw you off more on stage Mm -hmm. um, because you're almost being more aware of the circumstances. So this guy was kind of talking kind of quick sometimes. So I had no idea that he said not to say your name. Um, (laughs) Like I didn't hear that part. So I heard the rest of you guys say your name. So naturally I was kind of like, I think that's what you're asking me.
1: (laughs) Oh, so it was almost like that part of it, like, Maybe you wouldn't have been able to answer him, but you actually didn't know his question. Yeah. Like I knew uh, that like okay. a
0: friend was beside me and then you were beside that friend. And yeah. there's a little bit of that, especially when it's fresh in the beginning. That's a good that point. There was that. And like, I don't know. I felt like that kind of threw off the energy there.
1: Yeah. But um, fortunately, Nafis has stayed on the stage, which was the right call, even though that threw him off a little bit. Uh, me and my other, our other friend, David, we both got off the stage immediately. However, Nafis uh, was sitting next to our friend, Yzma, who also stayed on the <laughs> stage. And he certainly should have... Removed himself from the stage. He said his name immediately. He was also confused with the fast instructions. So for the next 90 minutes, Yzma just had to sit there and go with all the motions when he wasn't (laughs) hypnotized at all. But what's, what's hilarious here though is one, I I think because Yzma wasn't hypnotized and Nafis wasn't here sitting right together. I think Nafis kind of got bucketed as a person that was not in the trance, but you could tell throughout the show since I was now in the audience at this point, he very much was an nophis was you You could see he was kind of out of it with the questions and the prompts for the next 90 minutes, completely just like exactly what you would think if you were hypnotized. And there was a portion to office where I think he made it seem like everyone on the stage would smell one of the most foul smells ever in their life. And they couldn't
0: figure out where it was coming from. I thought it was our colleague sitting next to me farting the whole time. So I was embarrassed to bring it up
1: but what that actually was was the hypnosis working and making you smell something
0: uh i i presume it was it, i mean it
1: had to have been there was one girl there that was like going nuts and like covering her nose like almost crying like another random audience member uh, but, but there was a lot that happened in the show. Unfortunately, Nafis didn't get to interact too much because I think he was bucketed as not being hypnotized. But you could just tell looking at him, he was. And as he said earlier, when he got out of the trance, he also made sure that everyone would feel very relaxed, like very easy to sleep moving forward. So it's almost like a longer lasting thing, depending on how they do it. Uh, if you see this guy touring near you, his name is Flip Orley. Definitely recommend it. We'll have a link in our description there. But if you see anything else like it, I thought it was a really fun experience and one that was a little bit more enlightening and surprising in a good way.
0: I, I it was just different. And I, I find just like the the new stimuli fun. Mm-hmm. Um I've never experienced anything like that. It was also still a comedy show. So like the first funny, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes we were laughing and making jokes with the guy. Um it was more of an intimate crowd too. It wasn't mm-hmm. like fully booked to the brim. So it was like a later show where, you know, we felt like we were actually talking with him. All yeah. Of we the were times. front row.
1: Yeah. But novice, I'm glad you're feeling great. I'm proud of you for going up there. It was a good job. Likewise, Yeah. I, I mean, we might have to give a, a Yelp review uh, to the Dana improv and to this guy and give a five-star review. And that actually leads me into our first follow-up novice. We have the Yelp elite contest. We said quite a few episodes back. We were going to be pitted against one another, a
0: really hard
1: competition. We're both very motivated. How many reviews have you posted on Yelp since
0: then? Um, Zero, but I have a surrogate that is uh, working on my behalf. That
1: does not count. That's complete (laughs) bullshit. You're either. So (laughs) for my update, Novice, thank you for asking. I have, um, I've posted, I would say maybe six to eight reviews since then.
0: And that's lower than I thought, honestly. I thought you were higher.
1: They're high quality reviews, good photos, great insight. And I'll have, you know, Mia from the Fort Lauderdale Yelp elite chapter, whatever it's called, noticed my review at this Korean bakery, like Boba tea place. And she said exactly that, that she noticed my review and she inquired, would you ever be interested in becoming Yelp elite? A few other questions. And I said, you know what, Mia? Absolutely. I'd very much be interested. Tell me a little bit more about this. How can I get qualified? What does it entail? She tells me a little bit more. I said, that sounds great. Then I get a separate message in Yelp's terrible messaging system. And the separate message is also from Mia. And Mia says to me, and I have this pulled up right now, the Yelp Elite Council has let me know that they've received (laughs) your nomination for the Yelp Elite Squad. Yay. She says she knows it'll take a while for the elite council to look over profiles and they watch someone for a while to see if they're using Yelp regularly as a super positive, super detailed super user so they don't just add folks who drop off the second they get that badge. Then Mia goes the extra step here. This definitely isn't copy pasted. She definitely told this all like organically just for me. She said, here's some tips how to score the badge. First tip, keep up the good work. I'm nice, spreading that nice. local love. So I guess got to keep doing what I'm doing. Then keep doing that. Keep doing me, baby. And then I also need to add those specifics to my reviews and some tips. Uh, she said some examples could be, what did you eat? That seems like a pretty crucial thing to say. It's not that specific. What did you eat? How much did it <laughs> cost?
0: And when's the best time to go? Oh, that's actually a good question.
1: Yeah, that is. When's the best time to go is, uh,
0: is a or good one. Or just noting this might not be the best time to go or something. Yeah, I like I that. Keep,
1: yeah. Then she said, always keep a real profile picture and use your real first and last initial. And this is a requirement to be elite because they promote real people and real reviews. Then she says, write about your favorite businesses. Spread your love. Well, well duh, I have to keep writing about my businesses. Uh, and then she says, it isn't always an instant process. Because she knows that the elite council watches someone for a while to see if they're using Yelp regularly with great details. The good news is if you're interested, I think you're going to make a great fit. So keep it up and I'm crossing my fingers for you. That was still a tip, by the way. It seemed like she was rounding it out, but there's another tip after this. The next tip is... That didn't make sense.
0: Okay, keep going. Yeah,
1: I know. I agree. She said, add friends and interact with other Yelpers by voting. And she put in parentheses, useful, funny, or cool, which are the three things you can vote on anything. Oh. You can't vote bad on a review either, which is kind of lame. She said, and then add these people. We have a friendly squad and everyone's always open to sharing that local love. The Senate got a lot of friends on Yelp. So I, actually, yeah, you do. Because that old Facebook integration from whatever it just
0: keeps doing. I mean, you know, Charlie, I've got all the shit talking I can say to you, but I, I guess I'll give you your respect. Thank well you. Well done. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Very good. Living up to your word.
1: You know what? Yeah. I'm going to be Yelp elite, baby. Uh, One other thing. So Mia, instead of saying thanks or sign off like best, Mia, she signed off with a new phrase I didn't know Nof, Soy. Like S-O-I-R-E. Close. S-Y-O-I. And do you know what soy? <laughs> what? And do you know what soy means? No. See you on Yelp. <laughs> she put it in parentheses. Wait. Oh God. That's why see you on Yelp, baby. <laughs> Office is oh. face palming very hard now, but I will say Mia, I doubt you're listening to this, but thank you. I really, I accept the nomination and the nod that you put forward for me. I will continue to add specifics like what I ate to my reviews and I will soy.
0: Um, I've given you your respect, but I've taken away. Mia's. <laughs> I'll take that. I don't give a shit about me as respect. But you know what I do care about in office? Give you one guess. Oh, man. I feel like there's some uh, spicy updates of brewing. There sure are. And
1: they are marketing updates. And I happen to know marketing. I happen to know not to be technical. You put those two things together. We got some marketing team updates from the not to be technical crew. The whole marketing team. I've aggregated everything here. Nice. Let's go. We've been crunching numbers. We've been testing creative, A-B testing, user design, user experience. How's the audio quality? We've been getting all that data. We put it in Google Analytics. We put it everywhere. And let me tell you what it spit out, that we need stickers. So we've ordered a bunch of stickers. We got stickers coming that could be stickers personal for any of you all. If you're interested in stickers, hit us up on Instagram or any other social platform. We'll hook you up. We'll tell you how to, how to get them. You'll, you'll tell us how to get them to you. Uh, we'll probably have them on a store sooner or later. Uh, so there's that. But we're also going to be, we have two different types of stickers. We got some nice personal stickers coming in. You can put them on your laptop, your bag, whatever you put stickers on. Maybe you'll put them on your mom for Mother's Day. Yeah, Who knows? yeah.
0: Yeah, just Moms right on the forehead. Not to be technical.
1: They really do. Honestly, that should be the gift. But we have other stickers that are going to be more promotional in nature. And this is where the marketing update comes in. Marketing. So they're bigger stickers and you can place them anywhere and there's a QR code. So we're going to be asking people if they are in high traffic areas. Maybe you're a socialite. Maybe you go out. Maybe you travel across the globe. Hit us up. We'll put yeah. you some
0: of these stickers. You, you stick facey. it somewhere nice. None of you fa- non-facey people hit us up. though. That's right. Only
1: hit us up if you're a real one and you're doing things. And, and you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> Only hot people. Very good. <laughs> Noffice will evaluate <laughs> that. Um, but any support, we'll send stickers, help us out. It's actually a very good way to promote a podcast. If anyone has questions on how to get stickers, QR codes on stickers, anything like that, hit us up too. We'll help you out there. Uh, But the next update I have in office, and I feel like a lot of times when we follow up on things, and you told me this earlier, it's usually the death of things.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like today is the death of many things.
1: We recently, or I don't even know if it's recent at this point, earlier this year, Facebook said, you know What? people like podcasts. We're going to make a podcast platform. So essentially what that meant is you could link in what you call an RSS feed, which goes to like all the different ones, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all of them. That's You give them this link and that's how it reads all the podcast data. So Facebook's like, yo, we're going to read it too. We're going to make a podcast platform. People love videos on our thing. We'll auto generate a video for every single episode. Uh, so they launched this. Uh, we put our podcast on there with this feed. It's all automated, and I'll tell you, it's been terrible in office. the The videos that are auto generated, you can only see them on mobile. There's not a library of each episode, even historically, on the podcast page that's generated.
0: What? That makes no sense. And
1: it's also extremely clunky. Like, we do have so, a lot of text in our descriptions where it's just telling you a, a very brief outline of how the episodes will go. And sometimes there's links. All that text
0: gets jumbled Trunk. together. Uh, it gets truncated into, like, one paragraph. Oh, not, yeah. Like
1: <laughs> it's, it's all one paragraph, no spaces. It looks terrible. Like, anyone that actually followed the page and sees it is like, oh, my God, what are these guys doing? It's just not enough. It's not worth the time to go in there and try to fix it up only on mobile, by the way. Like I would have to go on there, like on the phone. Oh no. It's ridiculous. So Facebook agrees. They're like, yeah, you know what? We're closing this. We're going to focus on different experiences on our, the reels. We're going to focus on videos, you know, try to do this and that. But really they're just saying, Hey, you know what? It sucked. And we, we we failed at this. And that's what it is.
0: I, I had no idea this was really going on in the background. I know that we pushed it on that RSS feed. I'm sorry that was some time that you had spent in there and um, that's gone. Um, it wasn't that I, much time. I thought they could have maybe done a better job, to be honest. They're, I mean, they are a video platform. And if you don't have video for like a podcast, it makes it more difficult for them. But still, I, I would have just guessed they were going to do a better job than what happened.
1: Yeah. The thing was, it wasn't even like the video was the, the auto-generated video necessarily was the issue because the videos don't aren't shot through the RSS feeds. It's almost like they tried to make a solution that would avoid video, but still auto-create it. And that solution was just so terrible. It was just like, like they couldn't, they couldn't get around it. It was just, and you, you would think they would focus on the one thing that would make it work and they just couldn't do it.
0: And like, I don't know if Facebook groups are still a thing these days, they but are. I, Okay. It's so, been a
1: resurgence actually.
0: And I can see that. I remember we're like, if there's good community in a Facebook group, you've got to have good moderators. That's where I thought, Oh, honestly, like podcasts could work. You know, yeah. you could, if you're putting out good content, there's, I guess, still a lot of people that use Facebook, maybe an older demographic, but you know, they're out there.
1: Yeah. It, the idea made sense. It was just executed poorly. Uh, but novice, this last marketing update, I know you're a privy to, um, What would you say if you could see both of our faces off the turnpike on a big billboard? And I'm asking rhetorically to the audience, but the answer is you can. If you're driving around Fort Lauderdale... Uh, going southbound in between Pompano Beach and Fort Lauderdale, we have billboard ads. On there's a digital billboard, so it's not <laughs> like an actual like just static one where like it's just one one ad for a long period of time. There are actually screens up there, and it's something called uh, blip billboards. And a blip is what they call each time you know our ad shows on there. So I actually did this just more out of interest, especially given that I, I do marketing for my career. Just like, how does this work? I, I saw a TikTok ad that said for a very cheap price, and I'm talking like under $10 a day At in some cases, you can be on a billboard. And I was like, this has to be bullshit. Uh, it wasn't bullshit. Uh, we've, we've gotten a lot of blips and impressions so far. We're doing it during rush hour. If anyone sees it in the area, definitely snap a photo of it. We can't just drive there and do that because, you know, it's, it's during working hours for us. And also it's not static, you know? So like we just be there,
0: but we just have to be waiting there, hoping that we see the billboard,
1: which I might do one day. I might just call out and just sit there forever. Just up the bids on those bad boys. But it's a really cool system. If you're an advertiser interested at all in getting anything like that, hit us up. I did it very quickly. I can punch you in the right direction. But the more important thing here is you got to give us our respect. We're on freaking billboards. So
0: you and we're know looking good.
1: Is. Yeah, we are looking good on that billboard. It's literally a photo of us. We excluded Gary. It is what it is. Sorry, Gary. Yeah, sorry, Gary. Maybe the next billboard will do some A-B testing.
0: Well, if Gary was here... I think he would say something to the tune of, let's get into some trending tech. He would definitely
1: play that tune, baby. And you know what tune is not being played that much anymore, Enough. It is CNN Plus. A CNN Plus, uh, Warner Bros. Discovery, that merged company now. Uh, they had CNN Plus launches a new streaming platform. And we talked a lot in one of our previous episodes about streaming fatigue. Uh, when it comes to content, videos, music, movies, or mostly just movies and, and video right now, uh, everyone's getting into it. If you're a content publisher, or people that own content, in this case, like Discovery and Warner Bros, um, they, they're they doing everything they can to get into this subscription, you know, kind of model that everyone's utilizing. So they launched CNN Plus. I don't even know what would be on CNN Plus. Like
0: when you think CNN is just news. It doesn't make sense. It really it's, doesn't. It's like no surprise this shit didn't work.
1: Yeah, I mean the name alone is just so unappealing. Like, why would I care to pay more for CNN content? They should have gone with something else. But they launched it. They invested three hundred million dollars into CNN Plus, and that oh only a, God. And that only amassed office ten thousand daily users. Now, when it was live, oh. so after launch, I mean, ten thousand daily users on average. Within a first month of something when there's a lot of hype and they put so much money into it, that's terrible. That's probably unheard of. So the good thing that I'll say here about Warner Brothers and Discovery for what they did here, they shut it down only 23 days after they launched it. So you, you could argue maybe it was too early. But maybe they just saw that data and then someone's like, yo, I told you guys, like the name's just so bad. Like, who cares about CNN, like paid content? Like, damn, dude, you were right. They just, they've killed it.
0: 300 million. That's so wild. And you can just think, I just like think about people who are on that team and they're like, like maybe the developers who are making this and stuff. And they're just like, wow, this is honestly such a bad idea. Like, I don't know who's going to do this, but I guess I'm getting paid.
1: That's right. Like they are they hired like some people coming in, like some app devs or developers for the whole platform. Maybe they outsourced it. But whoever they outsourced it, to like, yo, we can do it. You sure you want to do it? Are you sure? It's, so yeah, that's gone. Uh thing of the past for them, a very expensive, failed experience or experiment. But you know what wasn't the case there's Paramount Plus.
0: Yeah. You know what that is.
1: Yeah, I, I do. Paramount plus. <laughs> No, Paramount Plus is actually doing really well though. office. They have a subscriber count of nearly 40 million people now. Uh, and in the first quarter of this year alone, they added about 6 million new subscribers. So it's pretty wild in terms of numbers. It is. So I guess what's interesting here is obviously this is from Paramount, the movie company. Or I'm sorry, the movie producer's. Uh, They also have another free TV streaming service, which I I guess a lot of people are using now called Pluto TV. Uh, Obviously, there's ads there because it's a free TV thing. And that's increased 82% year over year with subscribers and daily users. So Paramount Plus is the paid version of, of what they own there. But do you know anything about any of the Paramount properties or what could possibly be on here that's doing well for them?
0: No, not at all. Nothing. So
1: I didn't either before doing research into this and also seeing it pop up a lot, like on Twitter, like Paramount Plus, like uh, articles and tweets, like I've been seeing them quite a bit more, but not even intrigued to like go look at it. But they released last month, uh, what I think got a lot of people in there, people that love Halo is a live action Halo TV show. So that came out last month, apparently.
0: Uh, So I guess people... That's so weird. Like, so I was into that when I was in like high school. Yeah.
1: Who the hell is watching this stuff at this age? I don't know. People... Xbox, Microsoft, super fans that just can't get over the Halo 3 era. I don't know.
0: I mean, like, it's am talking like a- shit, but I watch all these, like, RuneScape videos for no reason. That's so different, dude. RuneScape videos <laughs> on YouTube. First
1: off, those are free, okay, man? Like, you could go on there. There's great content. If you haven't heard of Settled and Swamp Linux, you don't know what you're talking about. But Halo TV, apparently people like it, though. At least last month. They also are now on their second season of a Star Trek tv show uh,
0: yes let's go yeah i love star trek yeah i sci-fi. Mean, pe- people do love
1: star trek i you know i've never watched star trek dude not, not the once. same here it just feels like the knockoff version of star wars even though i probably know that's a 100 percent not true and they're very different oh, but, we're,
0: we're gonna get flamed for this charlie god damn
1: by who the guy that says chalutes i don't know
0: <laughs> Chalut's guy you know other people who listen to the podcast are going to be like, nice. oh my God, you guys don't watch Star Wars. We're going to get hate mail. Oh, and then all these people mail. seeing the
1: billboard and the stickers now. We're going to send
0: all the mail to Gary
1: worst because time Gary for doesn't Mark. check his mail ever. That is true. We did learn he doesn't check his mail. But I'm not done there with Paramount Plus, Novice. You probably oh, thought that was the pinnacle. I did. and It is the pinnacle, but they also do have, <laughs> uh, I guess, It. now that I think about this, I feel like I saw their logo with this show before. I think they own SpongeBob SquarePants. What? They have a show called Camp Coral. It's with two K's, by the way. Camp Coral, uh, SpongeBob's under years. So this is this was my first time learning about it. Apparently, it's uh, SpongeBob's younger years before he became the man that we knew in the original show. You want to go watch that? No, me neither. But they also have reboots of Rugrats, iCarly, and they're bringing back Yo! MTV Raps. So when I first looked into this and saw a lot of the content they have, it was surprising the intellectual property that they have the rights to. Yeah. and but when I do think back to some of these things, particularly the Nickelodeon things, I think back to like Nickelodeon movies, like I don't know why like my memory with this specific movie is so strong. But when I was a kid, I used to watch the Rugrats. And I don't know if you're aware of Office, one time the Rugrats went to Paris. Oh, yeah. That
0: Rugrats movie slaps.
1: It did. They went to Paris. All right. And they did lots of stuff there. Tommy
0: Pickles was getting up to who knows what under the Eiffel Tower. Uh, And is that the same one where he had to, like, protect his brother and stuff? Or is that the Reptar one different?
1: I don't know, man.
0: But I'm sure that something like that happened. You know, Chucky was there. His dad was there. Uh, uh, but I, I feel know. like all of these kind of things you're mentioning are sort of like nineties.
1: They Sorta, are
0: but you know, intellectual property as well as like this halo thing that only feel like MTV niche.
1: rugrats. iCarly. you're right. All these things are a little bit older or at least like our memory of it being prominent is, but what was interesting to me about that rugrats movie is I remember very clearly that it's a paramount movie. It's like all, And I just never really thought about it much until now. Like there was this whole thing in the beginning where it would show the Paramount logo, but it would be like the Nickelodeon orange colors. It would look like slime was around it. And
0: this is a really clear memory for you.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. Like I said, I have no idea why I remember this Paramount logo so clearly. But when I first looked into this and I saw SpongeBob and Rugrats, it all came clear to me. They own this. And then there's no like Nickelodeon plus subscription. As far as I know, it's still cable TV. Is
0: Nickelodeon still cool? Do people like that? Yeah. Know. Like, I don't know what, what kids I mean, it watch is a thing. these days. They watch Nickelodeon, Peppa Disney, Pig. Cartoon Network. What do they really lean towards the most? Like, I don't know. Or They're the not- age demographics of where they lean to? No clue. If you're, I'm out of touch. If you're a kid listening to this podcast, you probably shouldn't be, but tell us what everyone's watching, please. Yeah. Super helpful. Very interesting. I want the marketing data. Yeah. We, we need it for marketing, please.
1: Or if you have a younger sibling or maybe you have a kid of your own and you're expecting Mother's Day gifts this year, I have no idea. Just, just give us the data. What what are these kids watching? And is it on Paramount plus because there's too many things to pick from now? I mean, it's, I can't see myself getting it, but it makes sense to me why it's grown now.
0: I mean, yeah, especially when you think about, I mean, What I think about is like where people are just migrating from one place to another. Yeah. So where Netflix, you know, we discussed on our previous episode, they lost, you know, a large number of subscribers uh, for the first time in 10 years. So maybe people are migrating from one place to another. I would find it hard to imagine they're going to Paramount+. Plus.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people are almost like almost like a like a timeshare type thing. Where they're, like, <laughs> yeah. where they're like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna subscribe to Hulu, catch up on my shows for like, you know, this or or this quarter. They're thinking of it a fiscal calendar quarters. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll go to Pyramid Plus and uh, you know, CNN Plus. Oh wait, I can't anymore. So that's probably what everyone's thinking. But maybe subconsciously they're actually doing that though, where there people are there's a lot of fatigue with subscriptions. Obviously, the cost of a lot of things is going up. Netflix raised their costs like we talked about last time. You just alluded to how they lost so many subscribers that their stocks tanked and plummeted like at a rate that we've never seen, like a very concerning rate for them. But one of the things that Netflix is doing now oh, no. is they are going to address password sharing on the app. So the way they're going to address it, and I honestly, if they are going to address it, I do think this is fair. Um, they're not going to freeze all the accounts that, you know, are doing any type of password sharing. And they know this, they know your IP addresses. They know that, you know, you and every single X that you've had are all using the same (laughs) one along with your mom, your dad, your grandma, your brother, uh, and that random coworker
0: that used it once. Uh, I mean, everyone, everyone, they know, they know what you're doing. Um, so I use a shared Netflix account with some of my family members and there's four accounts. And there's one account that is described, like the name is null. Like it's a null record or like no one's filled in the name. and But it actually says null. Yeah, it literally says null. Oh, that's like a glitch. It's
1: probably like some old ass like profile from some weird device.
0: It's not. So what I found out recently is like, you know, me and my sister were using the same account. And I was like, hey, you might as well use this account. It already exists. We can just change the name real fast. Immediately after changing the name, like within minutes, got a text from my cousin like, hey, by the way, could you not use this account? Like this one's mine. (laughs) So he's just undercover with his null account.
1: So your cousin was null the whole time and he named it null?
0: Yeah, I guess he didn't want people to see what content he was watching or something. I don't know. Uh, maybe he's watching some of that uh, you know, R-rated Netflix stuff uh, risk- you know, under mean, your account. He, he's an old kid. He can watch whatever he wants.
1: Well, Netflix, lucky for your cousin, and maybe not so much for you if if you're paying for this account. I don't know who's paying for it. Uh, I'm going to have
0: to pay someone. I'm going
1: to feel bad. Well, Netflix will not be freezing your account along with 100 million other accounts that they estimate are sharing passwords right now they're going to charge a fee for subscribers to add sub accounts. So null will live on just for an added fee.
0: Yeah, that kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah, and I
1: think one of the things... It's reasonable.
0: It really is.
1: And one of the things I wonder too is when it comes to like the consumption of Netflix, I mean, so many people too, I think, are watching on their phones now, right? Yeah. And there's, I think, a lot of cases of kids that or sharing it with their friends, with whoever, someone they meet, they're dating in school. But there's hey, here's w- my dad's Netflix account. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh yeah, like I just logged into school or something, like whatever. Like but because it's so accessible now and a lot of consumption happens on phones, it got me thinking, just novice, how old were you when you first got your your first smartphone ever? Smart. Damn, or, or, I'm most sorry, of my just... phones
0: are dumb as hell for years. All right, years. well, let's,
1: let's start with your first cell phone ever and then your first smartphone. Because, I mean, that's just like, now a phone's a smartphone.
0: Honestly, I was pretty late into the game when it came to that. So, like, getting, like, my first, I had, like, a flip phone. And I got that sometime in high school. And it was, like, towards a yeah. later tail, Like, maybe my sophomore year to, like, senior year I got it. Oh, wow. And then I remember like right before I was going to like preview for college, I had like dropped my phone into a bowl of cereal. I was kind of holding it on my ear and then it just fell in there. And then classic, that's how I broke the phone. And then I got some like lame phone, which at this point people started having iPhones and it was like around the era of the iPhone four. Yeah. And I had one of these phones where like, um, you know, it, it was like clamshell almost, but then you would slide it and it had a keyboard. Um, and not like the sidekick where that was cool. Like at least five years before that or more, it was definitely out of date. And then my first real smartphone was iPhone 4S freshman year of college.
1: Yeah. So that's a little later than I would have expected in Cause you are a year younger than me. And I feel like phones developed obviously. Kept yeah. We're going. in the same timeline. Yeah, we're <laughs> in the same timeline. So for me, I first got my first flip phone and I don't think, It might've actually been a razor. I was about to say, you look like the type of guy who had a razor. Yeah. I had a razor or a sidekick. Um, Oh man. Yeah. You know, I got that razor from good old sprint back in the day. My parents got it for me. I was, I think 12 or 13. And your parents loved you. I loved it. I also had this other flip phone too. Uh, after that, I don't remember what it was called. It was red. Uh, some people started making fun of me in high school at my, fir- my freshman year that I had a red phone. And I, thinking back, I don't know why I got a bright red phone. I thought red was a cool color. I have no idea. But I remember I had a friend. Her name was Amy. And Amy said to the person making fun of me, and I was a freshman, this person was probably a senior, said, do you even have a cell phone? And it was Damn. later revealed that he did not have a cell phone. Got her. Yeah. Got him. Yeah, Amy, Amy had my back there. I I, I haven't thought about that memory you know, just unlocked randomly. I haven't thought about that in years. <laughs> but I then got an HTC touch, one of the first touch screens. Oh, phones. that's like a, those are really good. Um, those are good. I, I think. think my junior year uh, of high school. I worked at Circuit City then too. Oh, yeah, so so I was you very knew much the cutting-edge yeah, cell yeah. phone
0: technology.
1: Yeah, and it was like for the time, like because iPhones were still getting big but weren't super prominent in that year for me. Um, it was like top of the, like top of the line, not necessarily in terms of price, but in terms of the technology and being a touchscreen phone, it was like nothing like it yet. So I loved it. I used it a lot. The battery life was terrible at that time, but I didn't give a shit. I was just flaunting that phone everywhere. Then I got an iPhone finally in college. It's like, how can you not get an iPhone now?
0: Oh, I, I remember when I got my iPhone, I like, it was still not at a time where it was affordable for me. So I had like bought like this like bootleg iPhone off Craigslist, which I wasn't even sure was going to work. And then I found out that it was like locked to a specific carrier and like T-Mobile couldn't work with it. So all I had to do was buy this like, what was it? Like this little chip that I put in my phone and it made it work, which was surprising, except I had terrible data speed. (laughs) <laughs> like I, nice. like everyone had like 3g or 4g, what I think it was 3g at the time and I couldn't get past like what was 2g. It was like edge. So instead of a SIM card, it was more like a SIM card. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone thought I had an iPhone, so it worked out for me, you know? I just couldn't look stuff up on the fly. I just was
1: to, you know. <laughs> Yeah, let me get back to you on that. Or like, <laughs> yeah, like, why don't you ask uh, Bowie for uh, for that one? Yeah, Bowie's got you, you know. Yeah, Bowie, uh, for anyone that doesn't know that reference, listen to episode uh, 42 there if you if you want to know what's going on with Bowie and how Novice bullied him. But Novice, the whole reason I asked about the smartphone thing, I want to share some quick data I saw. Uh, right now, the number of tweens, which is defined as ages 8 to 12, and I guess 12 is the year I got mine, uh, that owns cell phones, specifically smartphones. I think it is smartphones now. No one really has like a cell yeah, phone. You're not getting like yeah. a phone unless your so, parents hate you. So in 2015, um, I guess a lot of parents hated their kids still because they didn't know about smartphones. It was 24% of tweens had a smartphone. In 2021, that increased to 43%. And there's research showing now that that'll increase even more uh, to over 60% now for just tweens. So, a lot Dang. of. so there was a, a really good research uh, survey that asked parents of these kids eleven or younger why they gave their this to their kids, like a smartphone. Like, why do they make that decision? Unfortunately, a lot of it, I think, is based on just concerns of of violence maybe happening in school, uh, making sure that you know kids can be reached, everything like that. So that was seventy eight percent for contacting in case of emergency. Uh, but really what's happening is even though there are very important and I think justified reasons for doing that for tweens, you're also just giving them a whole ass computer in their hands that they can keep very private. You know, obviously you can do like uh, you know, parental controls, things like that. But what's happening a lot is one, you know, we are talking about Netflix a little bit, sharing accounts and passwords. Of course, like that's probably the the less like important or or risky thing that they're doing. But they may be sharing just like they may be buying things on the app store. They may be have access to purchasing things. So there's been a lot of issues where, because of the need for safety, like the amount of maybe currency purchased in a video game uh, <laughs> and just charged to parents' accounts without them knowing, like an insane amount, like a thousand dollars, has gone up exponentially. Obviously, so like
0: that's ridiculous to me. Like I mean that. Yeah, I just smack my kid or something if I had one. Like, yeah, I just don't don't. No, you're not allowed
1: to do that. Twenty twenty two anymore. I think you can do
0: that. You just don't. But they'll just they'll live stream it. But what do you think about like uh, what do you think about parental controls? Because I don't know how I feel about that. I feel conflicted on that. I feel like I don't know. I lived in the era where that just didn't really exist, and my parents wouldn't even know how to do that.
1: I mean, not on phones. That oh, they did exist. So. Parental oh, my, controls have always
0: existed. I I'm mean, glad my parents didn't know Oh, yeah, I dude. When I first technology, worked. yeah,
1: we got that dial up internet back in the day, AOL, dude. I'd be going in those AOL chat rooms. You already know what it is saying dumb stuff ASL on there. They'd be sending all the chat logs to my parents, man. Uh, who knows what? what dumb stuff I was saying? Oh, yeah, like there'd be trigger words. Like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, AOL, parental, wow. AOL for kids and the parental controls.
0: It was all out there. And then That's I also so know funny, I had my parents had no idea what's going on. I had to learn how to grow up the hard way on the Internet. Yeah, I mean,
1: fortunately for you. But the other thing I think that with cell phones, particularly back then, it was very easy, especially for an account holder, like if you had Sprint or Verizon or AT&T, whatever. Um to get call logs of your phone. Oh, yeah. I Like, text messages. So, I don't remember particularly getting in trouble for that or anything, but, like, I do remember, like, hey, like, you know, you're calling, like, whoever at, like, 2 a.m. Like, all the time. Like, what's, you know, like. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember girls getting in trouble. Yeah. "Ah, I'm grounded
0: because texting at night and I'm like, uh, oh, and texting, damn.
1: dude, I feel so old. Texting wasn't even that huge when I was like 13. Yeah. Cause it was oh, yeah, still it was like,
0: the, the, Oh dude. Yeah. Oh, with the yeah. razor. Yeah. yeah. Especially it was like, what was like after nine and then eventually yeah. got scaled back. It was like after nine and weekends and then it scaled back to like after seven. Oh, there's, there is there so two much hours stuff. Yeah. But great.
1: But yeah. So there were parental controls in that way, but more monitoring, but exactly what these kids are doing right now. So tweens, what they actually use the phones for, The top activities, 64% is online videos. 65% is watching TV, which I think would also include Netflix in this case. 43% are mostly using it for games. And then this one actually surprises me. 34% for reading. Um, That seems, (laughs) it's like a nice surprise because like that's higher than I would have thought it would be. But like what constitutes reading? Yeah. Is it Reddit, social media? Is it just school assignments they have to read anyways? Or is it actual reading? So I do have, yeah, Pew Research of your survey. On, I yeah, give me a little bit that more. That last that part I don't
0: trust. Uh, I don't trust that either. But uh, maybe since you were one of those kids who uh, had to be monitored all the time and have parental <laughs> controls, you can maybe get your mom a nice gift this weekend.
1: Wow, Uh A very pointed stab that actually ends up being a great segue to our main topic, which is Mother's Day gifts and our recommendations A few of them that could also work if it's last minute, because if you're listening to this podcast, we're just a few days away from Mother's Day. Uh, So I'm just going to dive right into it. So I think uh, two gifts that I think are very good. uh, These are more household gifts, but an air fryer in a coffee bean grinder. Uh, air fryer is a very easy gift. If you haven't used an air fryer before, you hear people preach about it almost like a coal and it's for good reason. I gifted one to your family in office and I believe your mother loves it.
0: I would say, yeah, like a lot of people. So one, we've probably brought this up on like nearly any kind of gift giving thread. Yeah. Um, and it's for good reason. If you haven't heard of an air fryer, which I'm surprised a lot of people still haven't. I think they're, especially for like maybe mothers who cook a lot, they might be like, Oh, I don't think that's, you know, something I want to use just another device. But typically once they start using it, they're like, Oh shit, this is, we get it now. Yeah. And anything like automation wise, I think kind of what you're getting at is you got that coffee bean grinder. I was thinking off the top of my head, either like I had like this automatic, like, or, um, more automated water boiler with different settings. Um, those types of gifts, you know, I think they tend to work out pretty well and, you know, more people in the family can use them too. So Daphis, while I agree with you that oh, yes, damn. more
1: people in the family can use it, there's a general rule of thumb that's very popular for Mother's Day and it's you need to get a gift for her and not the household. So I did give these household gifts here, but with the pre- with the preface of it needs to be something that'll automate or make things better, like you were saying. But it is a really good tip. It's like, hey, you know, if you're going to get your your mother a vacuum, I mean, is that really for her or is it really like for the household and creating more work? Right. So if it's really for Mother's Day, you may want to do something that helps automate or go in a different direction altogether. Uh, And so some of the things that comes with automating things around the house, a robot vacuum is one. Uh, These are very popular. Uh, They're not as expensive as they used to be. There's a lot of better budget ones also that are out there. They also are on deals a lot, like particularly around Black Friday or any type of shopping holiday. Technology has come a long way. It really has. Uh, Anchor is a great brand to look at too. On Amazon, they have their own version of one. Uh, Another one that I like is uh, a food kit. So like for home meals. So everyone's heard of like Blue Apron, HelloFresh. But... Think of it from like, hey, I'm going to get you a month or two subscription from this. You'll learn new recipes. Maybe it'll be foodie you like. You can also custom tailor all those options and give a new, uh, a new idea for dinner. You don't have to go and buy groceries, it's delivered fresh. So, Hello Fresh and Blue Apron are two of the biggest ones. And we it all- could be
0: an activity too. Yeah. It's a great activity.
1: Uh, so the whole household can participate. It's it's a lot of fun. I, I definitely recommend it for a lot of gifts and a lot of use cases. Uh, besides those two brands, we also have Green Fresh and Gobble as two other ones that are very popular. Never maybe heard you, of
0: those. But yeah. If cool. you ever want to
1: look up some other ones, change it up a little bit. Look into gobble or green fresh. If maybe you've tried out the other ones, there's usually a ton of promotions and like promo codes for first time users.
0: Um, I'll jump into some more service related ones. Um, so honestly, I got this idea from Charlie and I think this one's brilliant. Uh, I may even actually do this for mother's day myself. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Good thing. My mom doesn't listen to the podcast religiously. She don't uh, care. <laughs> Damn mama. You get a pass this week. Um, getting cleaners to come out and clean the house. Um, uh, yep. I, especially, I mean, I guess the only thing I think that I feel bad about is maybe someone's mom might be cleaning my mom's house. Maybe something I feel <laughs> weird about the whole <laughs> oh <my sentiment>.
1: god. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're trying to do it to help your mom's work and then someone else and some other, else um, is that is mom. a, yeah, that is a, a sad way to look at it. Um, but you know what? Nonetheless, it's an excellent gift idea. Excellent gift. And I'm still moving forward. Or you could it. just hire guys to clean your house, which we tried to do. There we were, tried to do There that. was this uh, very handsome looking two gentlemen uh, that would be cleaning our home, uh, which came well reviewed also, I'll say, on Reddit in a local Facebook group uh in our area but we were just outside their service range of like eight miles apparently and i which is shocking to me we're pretty I think close it's to, six
0: actually but uh, maybe i think I'm we're eight sorry, miles away there's six detail. yeah that
1: was a very useless detail thank you for correcting me the office. but yeah so maybe that's a way around it if you feel bad that another mom's cleaning your mom's house you do house cleaning
0: find some guys find some guys cleaning guys I won't find some guys. I'll probably, you know, try to keep my mom feeling comfortable in her own home. while this is happening. Um, another (laughs) service, which I think I've gotten for you for birthday present before. Uh, so I don't know if I would do this for most other people, but it's a subscription to masterclass. So if you've got a family member who's interested in some sort of skill, they've talked about, I don't know, maybe starting a podcast or getting into digital marketing, maybe learning more about technology. Um, There's just all these different types of classes. You can just get them a subscription. They have a ton of content to really get into. And then you'll find out if they're really interested in, you know, doing what they want to do.
1: Yeah, that gift from you in Office is an extremely thoughtful one. Masterclass truly does have some of the most famous names and people that are truly masters of their craft. Uh, From all types of things you could think of, cooking, music, technology, skills finance. Like, I mean, any topic you can think of, they have found a very prominent person to give you a class and instructional video on it. So I actually think this is a a great gift specifically for maybe if your mom often watches uh, things that are like cooking shows or like home improvement shows, or just looks up videos on YouTube on how to do things, or just has a little bit, maybe more of like a a yearning for, for learning more and, and discovering new things. Masterclass is a great solution for that. There's nice subscription models. It can be gifted easily. Uh, and that goes into actually an idea I just learned about. I think it's really cool. So this is another subscription that's called recently. And recently it's essentially a phone app that you, where you put all of your photos into a particular photo and you can upload it to recently either monthly or quarterly and recently will actually make, it's almost like scrapbooking or something like that, but way easier, a whole magazine. Like they'll they'll publish and print a whole magazine custom curated for you and send it to your house monthly, quarterly, uh, either way that you want it. It's $12.99 monthly if you want to do it monthly or $14.99 if you want to do it quarterly. That's so cheap. It's it is unreal. really cheap. And if you look it up online, if you go to getrecently.com, it is really cool. It's It actually looks like a real magazine. A lot of the reviews say that it's really high quality uh, paper. And a lot of people also like, you know, you put everything into a folder on your phone. It it syncs up with the app. It uploads it. It does it all automatically for you, finds the right pages for everything, sorts it by the dates that the photos were taken. But let's say you create the magazine and you love the magazine. You're like, wow, this this edition of my personal magazine with my family photos uh-huh. is the best one yet. You could easily send it to anyone else you want. They save all of that. they'll print a new one, so you could send it to your grandma, your mom, your dad, or whoever cousin, Bowie, whoever you want.
0: I don't know if I'd do that as a last minute thing, but if I ever wanted to be super thoughtful, like I would just start it a year in advance or something oh and so just get like the whole like quarter or like year's worth of like just these things and be like, here's a year's worth of magazines that it'd just be a nice little thing to put on a bookshelf or something
1: so. That is the most thoughtful way to go about this. That's not what I was thinking at all. Oh, okay, I was thinking if you have a mother that loves taking photos, <laughs> organizing photos, maybe there's shared photos and albums everywhere. Well, well it would create sense. some work for her in a way. If you get the subscription for her to actually have this magazine created, this is where it becomes is more of a gifting option. The way you said it, I mean, that I like that, that certainly is, is, the way to go. I thought but, about it almost like scrapbooking. But yeah, but that's like the opposite of last minute. That's yeah, like, yeah. I've been building this for you and it's, oh, I mean, yeah. but I mean, honestly, if you're just looking to go the extra mile and just be one of the best kids ever, you start now, you know, the get those magazines. Scrapbooking
0: is also a thing that could be done last minute. It um, is. This is just comparatively to this. It's a lot more labor intensive, um, but totally doable. You can go to Walgreens or any like sort of like, you know, pharmacy store, print out a ton of photos that you have on your phone. It's super easy. And then just paste them. Yeah. To and just buy stickers
1: to fill up blank space around the photos and write some notes. Yeah. That's a great easy. idea. Um, so a couple other things here at the office to get into one, uh, I think relaxing is also, so we talked about, you know, some things to help automate around the house, uh, the food, the cleaning, but how about just relaxing, more focused on the mom? Yeah,
0: maybe get your crazy mom some therapy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, mom. So, you know, I know things have been rough. Uh,
1: yeah, I've, I got you a couple sessions with this therapist. Uh, you have to go. It's not covered by your insurance. It's not covered by your insurance. So, it's it's big, <laughs> your insurance. so you're going to have to do it. I've already paid. No, but uh, to relax a little bit more, set a nice vibe. Maybe at the end of the night, winding down, you know, bath bomb, spa sets at home. Very easy to buy on Amazon. Soaps, all of that stuff, soaps, candles. That's right enough You got a uh, yeah. you know, whole gambit. But one thing that I think is, I love these just for myself too. Oil diffusers. He does. If you don't have an oil diffuser yet, I don't know what you're doing. You get all these scents. Makes the room smell nice, feel nice, look nice. The got vibes cool are lights. right. You can't, yeah, you got hue lights. You get the whole vibe going. Oil diffuser, great way to wind down. Uh on the note of just things that f- go into the air, an air purifier may also be a good one too. Great idea, yeah, air purifiers you put them in the room wherever you have you get different sizes. These are also become more affordable as years come up have gone on. It really does clean up the air in the room like if you run an air purifier for thirty minutes to an hour, like you will know the difference uh if you have it running on a regular cadence too, nothing could be more relaxing than you know. A room that was previously stuffy, maybe you have some allergies becoming clear. You wake up and you're not stuffy anymore. I mean, that, that's a great gift, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it was one of these things that I purchased at your recommendation, and I had some reluctance and hesitation for no reason. You sent me the get or the uh, like a, a link to one that was cheap. I used it and immediately was like, wow, there, there's a noticeable difference. So, totally recommend it. It just yeah. one of these things that makes you more healthier.
1: Yeah. And the last thing on the relaxing note uh, for home that I, I would recommend, I've seen this a lot on TikTok and popping up lately. It's an eye massager that kind of looks like a mask. So it's meant for obviously your eyes are closed and it's massaging like the area around your eyes. Uh, maybe with your eyelids closed over them, uh, there, there's a lot of different eye massagers now. And people do say that these are one of the best at home massage devices you can
0: get. This makes me feel uncomfortable, but I actually think I'd also probably get something like this for my mom. So you feel uncomfortable, but you you think your are Bob. So should the massager like- part is weird. So I'll have to look into that a little bit more. But I think me and my eyes both suffer from like really dry eyes, and I've heard like some of these masks, especially if they like are heated is like a good thing. Oh yeah. So, those
1: are great. I've had that before. Like a heated
0: eye i massage massage. I get
1: why you're uncomfortable because you are, I think the worst person I've ever met in the world at putting contacts in your eyes. Yeah. So something that's supposed to massage your eyes. That must be a nightmare for it you. It seems scary. Yeah. He's so bad at it. He's really tried. He hey, focuses. I've gotten better.
0: I've gotten, you know, easy and easy I'm, out guys. Yeah. <laughs>
1: easy and easy out. That's the motto and it, it doesn't <laughs> ever work.
0: I have to basically repeat that that to myself in the mirror as I put them in. So, Nofis, uh for the, some of the next
1: gifts here, do you want to go through the standard gifts? Like we always mention these. You get tired of hearing them. But like if you haven't done it yet, you might as well do it. You've been saving it for a rainy day. Maybe it's the rainy
0: day. So this is the um, man you really forgot about Mother's Day, but like you still kind of want to seem like you're a good child. Um, the basics that you can cover. One seems kind of lame, but if your family member doesn't have like an Amazon sort of device, they've got the cooler ones like the Echo Show. Yeah. Um, you can have it connect to certain things. So there's a a part of it where you do some setup for them. Maybe you get some lights or you get some sort of, you know, door, um, like the ring doorbell or something of the sort where it's all connected. Yeah. Um, that's a little bit more on the price of your end. You maybe you get portions of it. But if they don't have anything like that right now, it's an easy gift. And show um, them
1: how to use it too. Like, you know, setting timers, how to look up things, playing music. You know, it could be a nice activity.
0: Yeah. Something about it. It's like where when I, I like these types of devices, especially if it like optimizes their life or helps them communicate more. Um, another simple example is, and a lot of these are going to be almost in like the suite of Apple devices. Uh, for my mother, I'd gotten her an Apple Watch. That's the thing that I think most people usually like, and especially for my mom, for whatever reason, she doesn't keep a phone in. She just doesn't have, like, clothes that have pockets often, Um, and she would never pick up her phone. But now that she's got an Apple Watch, she just picks it up all the time. That's probably specific to my mom. but I feel like that's more common than you would think. I... My mom's dis- always
1: looking for her phone, dude. <laughs> really? My dad has a sign on the door of their house, like where you oh, would yeah, leave. So you did. And it says, Did you remember your phone or something <laughs> like that? Because she always forgets like going out anywhere like that. So that I think that actually is a, a good reason too. Not like, only
0: can you pick up phone calls, you can ping your phone. It's helpful. Uh, maybe this is more like a, a simple thing, but a kind of add-on, like air tags if people oh, lose stuff all the time. Um, if somebody's like always on the internet. Um, like I feel like my mom all the time, she's just like on her laptop or on her phone scrolling through Facebook or something and looking at videos and um, something that makes it a little bit easier to do. This is maybe an iPad a little, yeah. it's either smaller if it's compared to a laptop, bigger compared to your phone, easy to use. Um, they're not super expensive these days. You can get an uh, iPad mini or their base model, only a few hundred bucks. Um, I got
1: one for my mom previously as a gift. I can't remember if it was birthday or mother's gift or day. And she loved it. I, I, She uses it all the time still. And I showed her, and my mom is not the most tech savvy, but I showed her on the iPad when you're looking at YouTube, how to pull up a video and then send it to the TV to watch on the TV. Oh, and she she'd be that. doing that all day. Yeah.
0: That's
1: so, it, so funny. Another way to make it more interactive, how to actually use the iPad, what apps, like how to actually. Oh, man, that's another thing I got to get my
0: mom. Yeah.
1: And then another one too that I think kind of falls along those lines. So the iPads can do this too. That's how I personally read ebooks, but you can go the Kindle route. Uh, if your mom likes to read, it uh, doesn't have anything like that yet. Again, these are the baseline things that I feel like people save for a rainy day if they haven't been utilized lately. Or, I'm sorry, I haven't been utilized as gifts before.
0: So what do you know about trifold mirrors for makeup? Dude, I use one almost every day to put my contacts in.
1: Well, that's not working well for you, but I think these are working well for a lot of people out there. Uh, these are huge right now for gift recommendations. and there's you know a lot of different trifold lighted mirrors out there or makeup mirrors. Some of them have like all these different settings for lighting built into them. Uh, some of them have like music modes, like in speakers, lights, different magnifying for the mirror. I don't know how it makes all that makes a lot works, of sense honestly. But there was one with like pretty much all those features I said and it was only $27 and it had great reviews on Amazon. So, we'll have a link in the description for these, but for getting ready, putting on makeup, something that's done every day, this is a good gift. So, in office, I did some research. I looked at what moms say that they want to get the most from their children. Uh, and it was almost almost all of the mothers said the same thing from everywhere I looked. Do you know what that gift is? Getting their nails done? That's very specific in And no, that was not it. However, the gift is spending time with their children. Oh, wow. Yes. So it, that is what mothers want the most. And how can you do that and also make it a gift? and Not just, oh, we'll get dinner. Oh, you know, whatever. There's actually great ways to integrate both. Something that I feel like a lot of people have forgotten about since it first blown up, but it's still always there. And for good reason is Groupon's. Groupons have a lot of different ways to find experiences, things to do around you, whether it's food, uh, going somewhere, even little trips, they have products on there too. But right now, if you go on Groupon, they have a, a deal. The promo code, it's not a very creative promo code or timely. It's just save, but it's... Oh, nice. Yeah, so SAV, you can get 25% off a lot of different Groupons right now that are specific to Mother's Day. But some of the things on there in office, I think one of them could be like a spa, nails, things like that. Nice. Uh, and nice. Maybe you can go with her and get a nice little mani-pedi. I would. I would too. I've never I, done that to, before. Really? Yeah. Oh, I remember we talked about this not that long ago. I think with Gary that that we would all be down to do that. And he uh, went without us. I think he
0: got his first uh, manicure lately or pedicure, one yeah, of those. He went and
1: didn't invite us which, around his birthday, which was very mean of him. But- Along those lines, office, you could do a massage, maybe a little spa action, send mom there, maybe mom and our friend. You can go with her. Who who knows? Whatever.
0: Oh man, I tried to do that last year, but like COVID was still kind of like raging around a little bit for her birthday. And I don't know. I think it was, it was either birthday. Yeah. I think it was then. And like just spas were all closed. And I remember being like, oh damn, this sucks.
1: Yeah. I, another one that I was thinking about last year too, and I, I didn't actually pull the trigger on it. it might've been for similar reasons was a cooking class. So we talked about you know, the food delivery services and stuff like that, but there is a lot of actual like experiences locally where maybe a esteemed chef, like at a restaurant or something, puts on courses for how to cook. You get to make your own meal, learn how to make it, take home some souvenirs and obviously the food that you make. Um, i I feel like I, the name of this brand, I think it's Surla Table or something like that. S-U-R. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm probably saying it wrong. It sounds
0: familiar for some reason. And I knew nothing about that. It kind of like triggered something weird in my brain. Yeah, I mean,
1: they're, they're a pretty popular brand, but they're known for having cooking classes within there too. Uh, but on Groupon, you'll see a ton of these. Uh, wine tastings. That would be great. If they're maybe a more they beer drink. kind of gal, go over to a brewery tasting. You can do acupuncture. Things like that. that would be cool. And obviously, You're a
0: chiropractor, just getting stretched, yeah, getting
1: stretched out. Honestly, yeah, bad back that could work too. They also got things on there like tours of places you can go to the museums. I mean, jet skiing. I mean, any of those tickle your fancy, now You think you might get a group on?
0: I would love to do that.
1: Maybe an escape room of sorts, an escape room with mom. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, we've done a couple of escape rooms together down off, but. How do you think that
0: would go? Horribly, horribly. <laughs> my mom would have no idea what's going on. Especially the last one we went to, we would just be sitting there looking at each other for a while, just like, just get. My mom would just want to leave. <laughs> be like, are we really locked here? Then the person's legally obligated
1: to tell you, no, you're not locked. You say, okay, I'm going to leave. I <laughs> escaped. <just> go home. <laughs> I think it would also be funny too, know your sister. I think if the three of you went, it would almost. I I actually recommend oh, it. I boy. think it would be hilarious. It'd Be a
0: nightmarish. This is a situation for
1: me. (laughs) I think you should do it. I just I want to watch from the camera that watches in the escape room. I don't want to be in there. I
0: can't even picture what my mom would be doing. Like, I she would either be very helpful or like not at all. But I feel like the more not at all side.
1: I think my mom would just be a little nervous about everything and then like kind of like
0: overthinking like each decision. Nervous, and I feel like she'd be. I don't know why she she just moves a lot. I can just see her being concerned about messing something up or yeah, I, I think so too, but I don't know. I think it could go well. What we could do
1: is we could go in together, and go to an escape room with both of our moms. <laughs> or
0: we just challenge each other who his family
1: gets out first. <laughs> <laughs> These are all great ideas, but hopefully you all heard an idea here that could be helpful for this mother's day. If not this one, maybe a future one or a birthday uh, I really like a lot of the, like I said, the experiences spending time, obviously, if you're able to do that and you're local, I think that's probably the best thing. But of course, a little nice physical gift is not bad either. So there's a lot of cool things out there right now.
0: That's right. No one's going to be upset. You sent them an iPad in the mail. Nope. Unless they already upset. have an iPad, then don't do that. Yeah, kind they'd of like, dumb why did you waste your money? You should find out if they have an iPad. First. Yes, don't do that. Um, <laughs> Bad idea. Well, maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to wrap up the episode. Well, you guys know the drill. If you've been a longtime listener, but you haven't left a review or you're a new one, hop on to Spotify, give us a five star rating. It's a relatively new feature. Or oh, yeah. you can go on to Apple Podcasts, give us a five star rating there. Maybe a review. Let us know what you're thinking. If it's bad feedback, just message us on Instagram at Not To Be Technical. Keep those thoughts to yourself and help us grow this podcast. Well, you could tell
1: us the thoughts just privately. Um, you can also, if you find Mia R. on Yelp, you can message her and try to further my nomination and uh, not in offices. Uh, but I think the most important thing is that you follow us on those platforms, continue to engage, reach out to us if you want stickers, if you have questions, topic ideas. But Nafa, we'll see him on the next one.
0: Hong Kong.